What's up, everybody? It's your host, Nathan Snow. Mr. Talk on the 9450 Basketball Network. Hope everyone's having a great weekend. Hope everybody's staying safe. In this episode, we are recapping the sweep. The Washington Mystics were swept by the Seattle Storm 2-0. We lost 97-84. Game one, everything, honestly and truthfully, it had the makings of a one of the best series. It was the best matchup. It literally came down to a game of possessions, but it was also a game of runs. And I was very optimistic after game two. And I wish I could, I should have played it in the previous episode, but I apologize for that. Because I've asked a couple, I've asked Maisha Hines Allen, Don, Coach T, especially Elena and Maisha, you know, to prepare for moments like this, who is a player that that got them to where they're at today? And I, Elena mentioned Swin Cash. Maisha mentioned LaToya and Crystal Thomas. And uh, even Coach T gave a, a tremendous list of basketball coaches that have helped him to be the wingless coach in the W. And I felt as though they, after game one, I felt like they, they, the Washington Mystics, they took their licks. They were going to go back and be ready for game two. I said that the Washington Mystics, if you listened to that at previous episode, I said, you can't, there's no way I could see them for two games in Seattle, just not take one. And that didn't happen today. The biggest thing that has been glaring, a glaring issue this season, is the offense. It's the first quarter. It wasn't, it didn't look good. We were down 10 points. They were not a good, the looks were not great. Even the good shots we did take, they just weren't falling. We were 5 of 15 from the field. We were 2 of 6 from 3. And Seattle in that quarter, they shot 75%. Tina Charles, Jewel Lloyd, and Sue Bradbury, I think seven or seven. Second quarter, things looked a little better. We opened up. Again, it was gamma runs. We started off with a 15-4 run. We had a one-point lead. And all of a sudden, it's back and forth going into halftime. Gabby Williams had a layup with 10 seconds left. Going into halftime, it was 45-53. And that's when I knew just the second half. I said, the second half is going to be the key. And didn't look that way. Seattle, they moved the ball without even turning it over. They had 26 assists to eight turnovers. Sue Bird had a double today. But ball movement was the key. They really honestly, truthfully, in the third quarter, they just, they embarrassed Washington. They did. And I don't really know how to really say this, but you don't need a, I, I feel like a motivation speech or listen to music. It wouldn't have changed anything. Seattle, they're the fourth seed. And arguably, I think they played better than the fourth seed. I think they're honestly a top, top three team. The port, the shooting was just not great. We just struggled to make them pay. There were a lot of times we just forced shot. And again, not just, as a, I'm not going to single-handedly point to just anybody. It was everybody. The fact that Elena Deladon was held scoreless in the third quarter. Uh, which is where they definitely permanently took control. Elena Deladon finished the game with 12 points, 5 of 14, 1 of 5 from 3. That's just not going to win basketball games. We kept our turnovers down with 8, but when we shot 52% from 3, but shots just weren't falling. And this was the number one ranked defense 
ladies and gentlemen, that gave up 97 points. The fact that your their starting Seattle starting five was in double figures by the third at the end of the third quarter, from a defensive standpoint, that the Mystics looked lost on screens. It looked they were giving way too much space. They weren't saying as a defenders, they weren't saying in front of Drew Lloyd or Brandon Stewart. I felt like there was no communication on switching. We just looked, we looked inexperienced and that showed, but give Seattle's Seattle credit. They are a championship team. Yes. They got a little bit more experience. Yes. They won the last two of the last four WNBA championships, but it's, I think this is an opportunity for the Washington Mystics to do some self-reflecting. They've had moments this season. They've had good games and they've had bad games. And now the question is, where do you where do you go from here next year? That's the question. Because I just think that this team, the way it's constructed, it's not going to work. It, it just can't. I think you sacrificed a little too much offense for defense, which is good. But when you have struggles like that, I don't think a, for example, a Ryan Howard or a hypothetically Kelsey Mitchell. I don't think that would fix this. I feel like there are some egos that need to be checked and it got checked today. And I don't think it's, and and it's not really on, and honestly, truthfully, it's not fair right now to say who goes, who stays, but this team and just realistically looking at next year, you can't, this is just not the team constructed wise on paper. Like theoretically it looks great, but the way we've seen how they look this, they have looked this season offensively it's not going to work yes you've got free agency yes you have a lottery pit but i'm just very i'm very disappointed with the from what i saw in game two i really expected a better outlook and washington just honestly threw the white flag i give them props shatori walker Kimbrell had 12 points arrow atkins had 15 natasha at 21 shakira austin who i think just just had her hands full with Tina Charles. Tina Charles came out very aggressive. So this is learning experience. And I felt again also too, we've remember one point at the beginning of the season, even right after the draft, Coach T had made it be very clear. He had knew his top seven rotation and Shakira was not a part of it. And the fact that he has no play, he had no plays drawn for her. But I give them, I give the Washington Mystics credit. I know I have been very up and down with them. Sometimes there are times I'm ecstatic when there's times I'm pissed, but this is an opportunity to do some self-reflecting. If you're the Washington Mystics, you have to, because I'm just going to say it. You've got champions that are on this roster. Can't keep saying we got to figure this out. We got to figure this out. Got to get moved past that. At some point, the good teams get it done. And the Washington Mystics, they're champions. Natasha Cloud, champion. Ariel Atkins, champion. Elena, champion. Alicia Clark, champion. And you've got some free agents that are restricted, unrestricted, and a couple restricted free agents. Now, I'm going to play some tape for you guys. I'm going to play the pregame question by Coach T because he, in the post-practice call on the 19th, he was very cool, calm, and collective. But I wanted to, I want you guys to hear this. Good afternoon, Coach T. You've been in moments like this in the playoffs. What is your philosophy to stay poised, motivated, and calm in situations like this. Hopefully you've put in enough reps. That's the biggest factor in any endeavor, whether it be sports or music or 
anything else that you want to be good at, you're not going to be as poised or good as you can be unless you've had enough reps at it. Luckily, we have a fair amount of veterans on our team who have been through it before. We have a few that haven't. The reason a lot of these teams advance is because you have veterans to get yourself through it. I don't spend a lot of time keeping our team up. I want them to stay calm in these moments. And we try to approach every game in the same manner so that you don't have peaks and valleys. I think one mistake sometimes young coaches make is you get hyped up for certain games. And the reality is your team needs to be on an even keel most of the year and play what's right in front of them. And it sounds cliche-ish, but it really helps in the long run to approach things that way. And so that you don't get overhyped at the wrong time or make mistakes because you're trying to do too much. And we might have had a little bit of that in in the sense that some of our younger ones get sped up a little bit. But that's also part of the learning process that we're going through, too. We're not the same team as we were in 2019, um, but we have some different strengths and we're trying to play to them. Best of luck today, sir. Appreciate you. Thank you. And really quick, I want to play the post-game media call with Coach T's opening statements. Same thing. He gave Seattle their flowers. And I'm going to give, really quick, I'm going to give the Seattle Storm their flowers too. I'm just looking at their box score. Again, this notion that Brianna Stewart doesn't have any help. Gabby Williams, who's in concussion protocol, so sending thoughts and prayers, had 14 points. Tina Charles had 12 points. Jewel Lloyd had 19 points. And Sue Bird, who hit the game-winning dagger, had 18 points. And then you had a good 13 points contributing off the bench so again this notion that she has no help can we please can we please stop that so here's the post game from coach t his takeaways from the game he also too gave coach quinn noel quinn her flowers and yeah let's take a listen we tried switching some things to just not give them any gaps we tried trying to get it out of Stewie's hands and we did a good job I thought on Stewie in the first half and overall and she didn't shoot a great percentage but everybody else took up the slack for her until she got going Gabby didn't play much in the second half but she had a good first half and then Talbot and Magrigor and others made some shots I thought Sue did her usual of you know getting everybody organized to where they're supposed to be and making sure the right people have shots. And they just shared the ball. They had five player, all five starters and double figures. There wasn't much answer. I felt like a little bit like 2018 that they were just a little bit better all the way around. We couldn't match uh, the same production that they had. And that's part of our growing up a little bit. You can have as good a defense as you want. You still got to be able to score too. And we weren't good enough tonight either and they played like a great team tonight really quick that year we finished the year 22 and 12 we had lost the finals 0 and 3 that year we had traded taylor hill for aerial powers emma meeseman did not play because due to rest i believe we that's we had latoya saunders crystal thomas monique curry was still on that team and chrissy tolliver and tr ruffin pratt so I believe, if I'm understanding this correctly, Elena, <clears throat> excuse me, Elena got injured in the semifinals. We played Elena and she got hurt. We just worked on a couple adjustments and for, it obviously didn't work at the start of the third quarter because they came out firing. I thought that their aggressive double teams on Elena 
in the third quarter disrupted the flow of the game for us offensively. We were scrambling a little bit, and we had a couple tough turnovers at the wrong time. We didn't have a ton of turnovers, but they led to fast break points. The pass, it's one thing to throw it out of bounds, but we threw some cross-court passes that they intercepted, and then they go down and score on them. Those are hard. It takes you from a six-point game or five-point game to nine or ten in a hurry. I've got some more thoughts, but I'm going to hold off on that until the exit interviews, which have not been scheduled as of right now. Congratulations to the Seattle Storm as they advance to round two against Las Vegas. That should be a great series. I predict that series will go to five games. But until then, this has been Mystic Talk hosted by Nathan Snell. Thank you for listening. Again, not just to Mystic Talk, but the 9450 Basketball Network. You will hear from me the next episode with the Washington Mystics exit interviews, my takes from those, and basically season wrap-up for the Mystics. So until then, have a good weekend. Have a great work week. I'm out. Peace.